Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the Let's Level Up podcast. I am the captain of this ship, Rick Perez, Ricky Ricardo, um, at Let's Level Up on Twitter uh, and Instagram, letslevelup.net for all of that information. Please check out our social media accounts. Let's connect. Let's talk games. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk anything. I'm always here to talk. If you guys ever need a voice or ever other someone to hear your voice, hit me up anytime. Um, obviously, if I'm asleep or working, I won't reply, but I will definitely get back to you. I respond to every comment, uh, which is easy when you only get three or four a week. Um, <laughs> uh, I am super fortunate enough to be a voice in this space, however small it may be. And I am, I just, I just, man, I'm loving life right now. Everything is so good. And um, I'm very glad to be where I am right now in my in my career, in my uh, in my family, and uh, even in gaming. I mean, I just, I, man, life is great. So, if you need some outside perspective, I'm here. Remember, as always, you, yes, you, listening to this podcast, you're amazing, you're awesome, you're beautiful. Don't let anybody ever take that away from you, even yourself. I know it's hard sometimes. Uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about all the cool stuff from the West Texas Tabletop Convention. That's hashtag WT3C um, that occurred over the weekend. I hope you're having an amazing Friday. And uh, let's just dive right in. So WT3C, actually, before we get into that, let's talk about something that I know I love, uh, pro wrestling. And uh, obviously, you guys have heard me talk about it before. Um, gaming, pro wrestling, movies. Stand-up comedy. Those are my four. And, and music. I, I used to be a huge music guy. Not so much anymore. I don't, I don't play a lot anymore, but I used to really love that space. Uh, and I still I still listen to basically everything I can. Um, let's talk pro wrestling for a second. AEW, the, the, the show I told you to keep your eyes out for, are starting to form the card for Double or Nothing. Uh, the big news from, last, uh, from um, today's events, which I guess is yesterday's events if you're listening to this on Friday when this is aired, um, Kenny Omega, officially with AEW, not only is he a full-time member of the roster, but he is one of the new executive vice presidents that puts all of the elite out- outside of Hangman and uh, Marty um, as full-time executives, uh, which is awesome. Um, lots of cool YouTube content um, there at Being the Elite. And whatnot. Kenny Omega is probably uh, one of the best professional wrestlers in the world. I think he's he is he's definitely top ten. People make arguments for number one. I th- I think he's in my top five. He's just incredible. Um, hasn't had a bad match. I I don't know when. Uh, wrestled a wrestled a, an eight year old girl. It was an awesome match. <laughs> wrestled a is he the one that wrestled the blow up doll as well? I don't remember. I don't maybe not. Maybe he didn't do that. Anyway, he's just incredible. Super funny, uh, has great in-ring psychology, super athletic, does incredible moveset, and it's, and it's cool to see him in a spot where if AEW succeeds, man, these guys are, and I, and I think it will, I honestly I think it will, time, the time for an alternative, um, a true alternative to the mainstream wrestling that we have today, uh, as far as North America goes, is now, and to have a, have a mature product where adults, um, who are wrestling fans can get in and not feel like they're watching a PG, um, a PG soap opera. Um, I think it's good. And I love WWE. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of the anti WWE guys, but there are times when I wish like, man, 
if I was producing this show, it'd be a lot edgier. And I don't mean bra and panty crap um, like we used to get. I'm talking uh, real edgy characters. I mean, like an R rating, R rating setting. Uh, be able to use the language that they that they can use to invoke reactions from the crowd. And I understand that if you're pushing merchandise to children, that's not the way you want to go. So I get it. I get the machine. Um, anyway, that's that's the news. Super pumped up for AEW. I think the Double or Nothing is May 25th, so there's going to be lots of news going on between now and then, and uh, it's, it should be really cool. So now back to gaming, the world of tabletop gaming. Um, it's just incredible right now. There's so many great games. I actually got to play um, a lot of new games, not necessarily new to the space, but new to me. Uh, over the weekend at the West Texas Tabletop Convention hosted in good old San Angelo. Uh, again, special thanks to Wanda. Um, she'll, she never gives herself enough credit. And she's amazing. I mean, she's just an incredible human being who sacrifices, I don't know how much of her time, to make other people happy. And it's just, people like that are are needed right now in, in our world. And we need to have people that bring us back together. Um, and she is definitely one of them. So Wanda, thank you so much for everything you do. Um, both for me personally uh, and uh, the greater Contra Valley. I mean, you're just you're just an incredible person, and I love having you in my life. Um, all right. So that being said, she put uh, together a, a awesome group of volunteers and Fat Cats Gaming and Specialties uh, Games, Toys, and Gifts in San Angelo, and uh, I think the representatives from Amp Guard and the Lady Geeks of the Contra Valley. And I'm I probably missing some people that were at the show, uh, and if so, I'm so sorry. Um, but they came together and put on an incredible uh, two-day event. We gamed all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and it was just awesome. I think I went 10 to midnight <laughs> um, uh, Saturday. And unfortunately, my son was not feeling very well, so we had to cut Sunday short. But I uh, got in a couple hours there on Sunday as well. So let's talk about what I played, what my thoughts are on them. Uh, first game I played of the convention was the Man- Mansky Caper. Um, <clears throat> incredible game. Um, George is a salesman at the end of the day. For those of you who don't know George uh, Bell from Specialties Games, Toys, and Gifts, it's his job to sell people games. That's how he keeps his family fed. And uh, he did a great job selling me to play the demo. He even had a special pricing for the event that if you play the game, you liked it, you get a discount. Only at West Texas Tabletop Convention. So I, I was a sucker. I bought into the spiel and loved the game and decided to buy it right after. Uh, Mansky Caper is basically a push-your-luck game where you have five different rooms of a mansion. Each of you guys are criminals. Um, you're part of a crew that hasn't gotten their fair share, so you're going to Mr. Mansky himself and taking your fair share. The only problem is Mansky is incredibly paranoid and has decided to litter his room with different bombs and booby traps. Uh, so basically, on your turn, you decide whether you want to dig into a safe or go back to the getaway car and store all your goods. And in the process, you may find one of these traps and blow up your loot or another person that's in the room's loot. Um, and there's a lot of cool things to do. Every every character has a unique um, ability, but they can't use it themselves. However, you can give somebody a favorite token and use that unique ability um, that another player has. So it's really cool how that system works. Um, those favorite tokens are super powerful because at any time someone's in the getaway car or someone has gear stashed, uh, you can say, hey, let's go ahead and split our loot evenly. So if somebody has, let's say, $1,000 in their bag and you have $1 in your bag, you now have $501 in your bag, uh, and the other person has $500. I mean, it's just really neat how that works. And I think maybe the math's off there. I think maybe they may have $501, but 
regardless. Um, really, really fun. If you like push your luck games, I think this is a one of the better push your luck games I, I've ever played. Um, there's so much going on between the players, um, which is incredible. Uh, oftentimes when I'm playing push your luck games, it feels like I'm playing my own game. And then when I get done with my turn, you can have your turn and we never really interact in any meaningful ways. Um, so it was cool to see that in this space. After that, I went back to uh, a new face in the crowd. They were in from Palestine, Texas. Um, I believe his name was Tommy, um, uh, a member of the BGG squad. Uh, and he got to, um, he was playing the networks. So I got to play that with the expansions. First time playing the networks since we did our Kickstarter video for Gilhova uh, over the networks. And it's just an incredible game. I got my butt kicked, uh, but man, it was fun. And I, I just love how tongue in cheek it is. Uh, basically, in the networks, you play a network executive, and your job is to build your network. And by doing that, you basically have four time slots or three time slots that you book shows into. Each show gets you, you can put ads on and that gives you money. Uh, you can put stars on that gives you viewers. And basically whoever has the most viewers at the end of the game wins. So really, really smart design. Super, super awesome game. Um, you, you're going to have fun when you play the networks, I think, no matter what. Um, after that, I got to do my highlight of the convention. That was the Keyforge Seal Tournament. My first Seal Tournament to play in Keyforge, and it was a blast. Hosted by Specialties Games, Toys, and Gifts. Um, I got to play. Um, I was a little disappointed. First round, I got a buy, um, but it actually worked out to my favor because I ended up winning the whole dang show, uh, which is just so much fun. Um, you guys have heard me talk about Keyforge. I don't know how much. It, it, a lot. Probably too much um, for a show that's not specifically featured around one game. Uh, but man, Keyforge is meant for that space. There, I don't think there is a better sealed drafting and sealed card game that you can play than Keyforge. I mean, it's just, it almost feels like it's designed for sealed play. You get a unique deck when you buy in. Typically, the tournaments are 15 bucks. Some people, you buy in two decks um, for like 30 bucks or whatever. And then you can split the decks or whatever as you're playing. Um, we play just the one sealed buy-in for 15. Uh, and then the other five goes to prize support and, of course, goes to um, uh, you know building up reserves for the cool stuff that we can get. Um, I got an amazing deck. I, I think I posted it on the San Angelo Keyforge community. Uh, but it really was just I got an incredible deck. Um, that allowed me so much synergy with Logos. I had a library access. I had three, uh, <laughs> three Babbles. Um, and it was just... I could draw so many cards. I also had an incredible... Um, an incredible Mars combo, which just let me um, basically use all of my creatures in a turn. Um, on any given turn. <clears throat> and then a copy of one of the coolest Mars cards, cards I've seen. Jeez, um, hold on. Let, let me actually look that up because... Um, it is so, so good. Um, the card itself allows me, um, or allows an opponent, or forces an opponent to capture Amber for every friendly Mars creature I have on board. Um, and I have a lot of Mars creatures in the decks. Um, then, you basically can kill that creature, and you get all of that, um, all of that Amber. Um, it's just incredible. The, the card is called Hypnotic Command, and it is just super good um just just so much fun there uh, so the card reads for each friendly mars creature choose an enemy creature to capture one amber from their own side um, not only is it a big capture if you have a lot of uh mars creatures on board um but again you can basically steal that amber and just steal a ton of it um one me 
a couple games in the tournament, that one card. Uh, I also had a copy of John Smith and one um, one Ulique Mega Mouth, which lets me use friendly non-Marsh creatures. And John Smith allows me to ready a non-agent Marsh creature. Um, it's just, I mean, just so much synergy. Uh, three libraries of Babel and a library access. I had two copies of Gateway to Dis. Um, it, oh, excuse me, no, no, that wasn't the big deal there. Uh, I had two... What, what was it? Had a Lash of Broken Dreams. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, two copies of Gateway to Disc. Destroy each creature, gain three chains. Uh, a, a Dominator Bobble. Um, just just so much control. Two copies of Succubus. I mean, it's just a cool deck. Check it out. It's Her name is Miss Nitro B, uh, the Strange Bio Lord. And um, I have that on my... Um, on all my social media stuff, but man, just so much fun playing that guy. Um, I actually lost a game, um, but ended up winning the whole show. Um, I think I went technically it was five and one because we called it we called it a draw um, at the end in the final, and I was I was already first place. So uh, I wanted to do the rubber match, but the deck I was playing had a couple of things I didn't have answers to. Um, so maybe lucky that I did not um, get a chance to go in and finish that game. Um. Yeah, so that was a tournament. I mean, it's so much fun. The only problem with the sealed keyforge tournament like that is that when you're doing it at a con, um, every round's an hour and thirty, right? So you're basically saying I'm going to play keyforge for the next five and a half hours. Uh, and it, I mean that's fine, four and a half hours or whatever. Uh, and that's fine. That's great because keyforge is an amazing game. But man, you you lose that's time you don't get to spend, um, playing other games. Which, um, depending on what you're there for, again. Your mileage may vary, right? Um, after that, I got to play a copy of The Grim Forest. Awesome family game. Uh, really cool uh, worker placement stuff. Beautiful components. Um, super easy to learn. You basically play uh, the little pigs, and you're trying to build houses out of straw, wood, and brick. And uh, trying to make sure that you can build three houses before anybody else. Um, you get help with a different fairy tale characters throughout the game in the form of friends and there are also uh, fable cards that let you play monsters and do other cool things um, a lot of fun if you're looking for a uh, um, a lighter worker placement game that's great for families or great for people just getting into things um, Grim Forest I can't recommend enough I think it's like $45 on cool stuff uh, I don't know what the MSRP would be there but probably around that I mean just beautiful um, also played Gizmos. I actually played Grim Force twice. We came back and played the second day. Uh, we played Gizmos, which is just an incredible game. Um, I need to quit sleeping on all the Simon stuff. You know, I, I typically don't buy Simon things because um, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably a little prejudice because they're they're so huge, and they just every every campaign they have just goes and makes an obscene amount of money. Um, I've always felt it was a little more flash than. Uh, with with the with the, um, the every game is beautiful, right? Every game has miniatures. Every game has all this other stuff. Um, probably jealousy in that in that aspect if I think about it. Um, but Gizmos is incredible. Um, it is uh, it's basically a splendor like game, right? So you're basically taking a, a resource and turning that resource into victory points. Um, the the rub with Gizmos is that you're building this machine, and your machine can have synergy that does things other than just make victory points. At the end of the day, you're trying to get more victory points, but you have a lot of ways to do that, and it's just really cool. 
if you're a fan of games like Splendor or Century Spice um, or anything like that, check out Gizmos. I think you will absolutely love it. In fact, Gizmos is so good, I don't think I will ever play my copy of Splendor again um, because there's no there's no reason to. Um, just, again, maybe a hot take, but Gizmos is incredible. Check it out. Um, after, when the night was winding down, we actually played that twice back to back. It was so good. And to do that at a convention with a board game, I think is a lot. It's easy to do with a social D game um, because those games are, are, are very quick in their turns. But you're basically saying, hey, this is a great hour game. Let's do it again right now. <laughs> and uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we played the World Series of Russian Roulette for a few turns. Awesome game by Tuesday Night Games. Uh, it's another push-your-luck uh, bluffing game. Um, super fun. Then we followed it up with the creme de la creme of bluffing, bidding games, Skull. Played a couple copies of that. And um, Skull is incredible. If you don't own it, buy it. It's a game you can teach anybody how to play. And um, one of those games, no matter how old you are, um, I think you can get a lot of mileage out of Skull. So I imagine, I imagine like... You know the old folks' homes, in in, in thirty years, uh, are going to be a bunch of people playing games like Skull instead of games like uh, Bones or Cards or whatever. Um, yeah, Skull's great. Get Skull if you don't have Skull, buy Skull. It's just it's just that good. Um, got to check out a demo of Fallout Wasteland Warfare, which is a miniature-based war game um, in the Fallout universe. Figure quality was, man incredibly detailed figures just just beautiful figures uh the system itself is 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 a little more complex i think than other systems that i've played um probably to the game's detriment which means that it, it won't get a eh, i'm speaking on my butt here but i don't think it'll get that large of a following because of how hard it is to play so you're going to get a lot of diehard fallout fans getting the game and then maybe your super technical uh, war games fans will get it just because the system has a lot of meat to it. Uh, but the casual fans, um, like you'd see um, in, in a game like X-Wing or something like that, you know, those other miniature-based combat with very streamlined rule settings, um, probably won't get a lot of those. But cool system, amazing figures. We're super happy to check out that demo. Um, that was that was basically WT3C. I mean, there, of course, there's other things going on, right? Amp guard demos and things like that. I mean, just just incredible stuff going on, and it was all free, absolutely free. If you didn't get a chance to go, make sure you go next year. Um, I think I want to do a little bit more in regards to Let's Level Up next year, so I need to talk to Wanda about that. Um, I mean, just being able to play games with random people I've never played with is incredible. Uh, got to meet some really awesome people from Odessa, and that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, getting a chance to game with people who aren't in your normal game group is really good. Um, if you're one of those people that go to a con with your game group, and then you spend the whole con playing with your group, um, fight that urge. Take that opportunity to go out. Make yourself a little vulnerable, right? Approach somebody at a table and just say, hey, I'm Rick. And don't, I mean, use your real name. Of course, don't use my name. I have enough people impersonating me online as it is because when you're a, a super mega huge celebrity like myself, it just happens. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm in a mood today. I'm in one of those silly moods. Anyway, I was saying be vulnerable, right? Approach the table, introduce yourself, just say, hey, do you want to get a game of X in? Or I see you guys are looking at that rule book. I, maybe I know how to help teach the rules. Maybe I can play it. Maybe I want to learn it. And just say, hey, is there an open spot? 
And I think most of the time, people are at these conventions, and gaming, I think, largely is a more introverted space than an extroverted space, right? Um, that may be fair. That may be a fair assumption, but I don't know. I, I've never looked at the numbers there. But I, w- I would say that as far as the people I know, far more introverted than they are expert, extroverted in the in the tabletop gaming space. Uh, and sometimes it takes you being the brave soul um, to make a friendship that may last forever. Who knows? I mean, we're all equal at the table, and that's what you know. It's something that Scott Moore says all the time, and uh, it's so true. I mean, there are there are no. There are no prejudice, prejudices at the game table, you know? It doesn't matter how much money you make at the game table. Um, we're all equal. And it's just, it's it's an incredibly awesome spot. And it gives us an advantage, I think, over a lot of people where we have the chance to do something really cool in that space. And that's make relationships. You don't normally get if you just walk by somebody on the street. Um, although that could be cool, too. That may be something fun. If you have a public space, carry around your favorite board game. And just approach a, a stranger and just say, "Hey, I want to play this game. How you want to feel like playing a game? I mean, that'd be an awesome show. How cool of a show would that be? I I, I couldn't do it in something like San Angelo, but if you had, um, you know, all those stupid YouTube prank channels, um, my kids love. <laughs> if you had something like that where you just approached a group of people, or maybe a, a couple people, and just say, "Hey." My name's Rick. Again, use your own name. Um, I've got this awesome game. It's Catan or Ticket to Ride or whatever. Um, you feel like playing? And just see. And I wonder how long it would take to actually get a group of people to play and say yeah. Um, and whatnot. And then just set it up and record the play session. And record that that amazing moment where two people who don't know each other start to become familiar with each other. One of my big goals in 2019 is to bring more people together and to build relationships. I think that's something that um, historically um, I had always I've always had my really close group of friends. Um, You guys know who you are, right? My my personal friends that I've known for over a decade, Um, my ride or dies, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, And I was basically to hell with anybody else that got in our way. And it was such a bad spot for me to be in mentally. I think it cost me a lot last year specifically. Um, But it's cool. I've learned a lot. And I've learned that um, you can never have enough people in your corner rooting you on. Uh, And even more so, you should should be in as many corners as you can be that you're, that you're, your body and mind and soul allow you to be rooting others on because that sort of energy that we put out in the world is so important. It doesn't pay to be a miserable dick at the end of the day. And sometimes I was that. Sometimes I was exactly that um, to people. And I regret it. I do. There are a lot of people who I've just was, you know, either rude to or dismissive of or, you know, and it just wasn't a great, great person to be, you know, trying to fix that. And I think I'm making a lot of, pro- I think I made a lot of progress over the last couple months. Uh, but you could always be better, right? And, um, I, I mean, I really want somebody to do that now. I want somebody to record just, just them going around and, and saying, hey, let's play a game. I don't know. Someone buy me a GoPro. 
and I'll do it. I don't want to lug around my big old camera everywhere. Um, it's just not meant for something like that. Uh, but that could be a ton of fun. Um, just playing. Or maybe you can use your cell phone. I guess not that I think about it. I would need some sort of gimbal to stabilize it. But anyway, that could be cool. Man. Do you want to play a game? Yes or no? What are your favorite games to play online? Uh, sorry, I'm specifically talking tabletop games right now. Um, I got the opportunity, and really Brian Beach of Pub Meeple um, made good on my challenge to you all, which is playing games outside of your theme comfort zone. I mentioned it before, we got to play Concordia, and um, we played online uh, on one of the websites. I forget which one now. Um, I don't think it was a board game arena, although it may have been. Um, and I had a blast. I mean, I always have a blast playing with Brian. I, I knew that was going to happen no matter what game we played. Uh, but it was cool to play a game that I typically don't play. And it's really allowed me to, um, you know, maybe not go so Ameritrash in my in my pickings. Um, I've kind of put down Euros before. And uh, maybe, maybe I should check them out because they're cool mechanic-wise uh, in there. Had an incredible time playing that. How did you do on your challenge? Have you had a chance to play a game outside of your comfort zone yet? If so, what game was it? Would you go back and do it again? And do you think the game would have been better if the theme was more of your styling? Um, looking at Concordia, I could say that, yeah, I'd probably enjoy Concordia a little bit more instead of of the theme that it was and getting those those, those ancient style resources if it was a futuristic cyberpunk game. I think that would be cool. There's not enough cyberpunk stuff out there, and I think it's a genre that desperately needs to be tapped in basically every medium that there is. Um, if you haven't read any of the Android books in that universe that they've built, it is incredible. There's an RPG setting out now, I think, in the Android universe. Um, maybe I don't know if it's brand new or if it's something that they're just reprinted or doing another edition of, uh, but you can get uh, cool uh, core rules books now. Um, Shadowrun. I mean, Shadowrun's been out for decades. Right, but that style. We need to have movies. We need to have TV shows built like that. Um, there's a show on Netflix that 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 kind of scratches that itch. What was it called? Altered Carbon. Um, a really cool futuristic um, cyberpunk neo noir setting. Um, if you haven't watched it already and you're cool with with lots of violence and nudity and <laughs> and cursing uh it is a great show i think i think it was really cool in the world that they built in those 10 episodes or whatever um amazing and i want more of that um blade runner another one of those things that just built this amazing world and uh we haven't really ever explored that i think, I think it, we haven't explored that in the sense that we've explored zombies right and not necessarily that we need to to beat everything to death but I think that's a space that we could do a lot more in, and it'd be really cool. Yeah, what do you think? What's what's a what's a, what's a, a genre or a setting that um, that you think we could use a lot more of? Mine, cyberpunk, for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent for sure. Let me know yours. Hit me up on Twitter at Let's Level Up, or on Instagram at Let's Level Up, or on Facebook at Let's Level Up D O T N E T. Any of the social medias, hit me up there. If you haven't already, please take time to go to our Patreon and consider backing us. You can do it for just a dollar. I'm really trying to upgrade our camera this year. 
So go <laughs> go to Patreon. Help me out. It's patreon.com forward slash let's level up. We should have some Patreon exclusive content coming out very soon. It'll probably be a vlog for this first one. Just saying, hey, maybe a, 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 a vlog, like a 10-minute vlog cast or whatever. I'm just letting you know what's going on in my life, what's going on with the fam, that kind of thing. Um, I'm, I'm really loving that idea of connecting with you guys on there. Um, I am honored just for you to take a look at the page. Let me know what works, what doesn't work. If you have any comments or feedback or anything, always open to hear that. Um, again, that's patreon.com forward slash let's level up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I uh, hope my ramblings about pro wrestling and games are still entertaining to you. And um, if you haven't already, tell your friends about the podcast. Share that link with them, the iTunes link. Tell them to rate and review the show. Five stars all day. None of that four-star stuff. None of that three-star stuff. Just kidding. Rate it wherever you think it's worth. I love you no matter what. I appreciate you. And until next time, thank you and game on.